Prepare for launch. launch. The Inertia Force Daily Fantasy Sports Podcast starts now with your host, Manny A. What's going on, Force listeners? Thank you so much for joining me today on this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful Friday. It is a mega slate Fridays. We got 13 games. 13 games, really weird. Um, usually it's a 15 or a 14, but it's 13, and that must mean we're going to win, right? Lucky number 13. And, uh, shockingly enough, or not shockingly enough, uh, all my jerseys are number 13. Uh, any team I've ever played for or jerseys that I get. A number 13 so that obviously means that if I wear my number 13 jersey my blue favorite socks and my red tie we're gonna win clearly um, so lock it in guys uh, it's 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 free cash Friday now um, <laughs> jokes aside look I actually do like this slate um, Apart from all the stars lining up for me to have an amazing night, for us to have an amazing night, for everyone to just absolutely rake it in, um, I do think there's some really good spots that will have a lot lower ownership than the need be. So let's just jump right into this. We have Kansas City at Washington. Look... It's a ten and a half total. For some reason, my my simulations don't have this thing anywhere near a ten and a half total. I have it at around a nine and a half to a nine point nine. Um, I know it doesn't sound very significant when when we're talking into decimals for totals, but to me it matters. And if I'm gonna roster anybody, it might be the pitchers. But I'm not gonna spend much time on games that I really don't care about. Um, looking at the the weather too, there it shows that there's going to be some rainstorms coming in, and there's a good chance that it might be delayed. For our sake, I hope that there is no delays, and I hope it plays just because I think this game is going to garner a lot of ownership. Um, anytime there's a team total that big or a game total that big, obviously ownership uh, gravitates towards that. So. I really hope the game plays and I really hope the weather stays because I'm not interested in the game and I think a lot of people will be. Looking at game number two, one of the better games on the slate, um, Milwaukee versus Pittsburgh. Another 10.5 total, Milwaukee, they're favored again. And honestly, I don't know what I'm going to do with the Brewers. I can no longer roster the Brewers until they show some signs of life. They literally look like the worst team in baseball right now. Nothing can be hit. It's been like four or five games now where everybody's cold. The only guy getting hits is Yelich, and his price is so outrageous that it's not even worth him being rosterable. Um, one home run isn't enough for his pricing, and we need to understand that. Yeah, he has a good shot at getting one today, but unless someone's going to guarantee me two bombs from him, I don't think I'm going to be rostering anybody from the from the Brewers, not even Yelich as a one-off, just because they've been such a frustrating team as of late, and I think it's just the All-Star coming up, and they're already thinking about vacationing or whatever it may be, but they're definitely not in the game at all. 
And looking at who's pitching for them, we have Zach Davies versus Steven Brault. Sorry if I butchered that. Like I said, I know Steven Brault isn't good, but the Brewers have been horrible. So I'm I'm just going to stay away from it and, and see what happens. Looking at Zach Davies here, look, Zach Davies has like, He's like day and night from what he was at the beginning of the season. He was like all-star level in the beginning of the season. Obviously, we all knew there was going to be some major regression coming his way. And sure enough, um, regression hit him extremely, extremely hard. So he's been absolutely horrible. I do have interest in the bats here. I think that uh, Pittsburgh is going to be very, very low owned. Um, and I'm, I'm not sure that's the... That's that. That's the right move here, especially guys like Mr. Bell, who've just been red hot um, for the Pirates. I do think they are worthy of being rostered here. But that's all I really got for this game. Just, just really like the Pirates here. Um, nothing else really. Looking on to game number three, a battle of the worst teams in the league, I guess. Um, best of the worst, we could say. We have Baltimore versus the Blue Jays, and this team actually does have, or this game has potential for it to be a shootout. Uh, as much as I don't like these teams, the total is at 10.5. The Blue Jays are favored. Yes, they are favored. The problem is, is here. It's Dylan Bundy, okay? Dylan Bundy doesn't get the respect he deserves. Um... Call me crazy, I'm going to have a ton of Dylan Bundy today just because I don't know exactly where the ownership is going to be once it's all said and done. I think he's got more than enough stuff here to get 10, 12 Ks. I remember last year he faced this team. He absolutely mowed them down, and yes, I know Guerrero wasn't in there, but a lot of the guys were. Grichuk was in there. Tellas was in there. Um, Guriel was in there, I believe. And I remember wa- rostering him at like under 10%, and he just threw an absolute gem. And it's because he profiles really well versus this team, and he's still a really good pitcher. I know his ERA doesn't reflect it, but I do have a lot of interest and Mr. Dylan Bundy. Looking at Aaron Sanchez, um, you've heard it before, you'll hear it again. He's a horrific pitcher, and even more so, the most undurable pitcher in probably all of baseball. He just doesn't do anything um, other than complain about blisters and, and split fingernails and you name it. And I'm interested a lot in this Baltimore side. I think they can definitely get to him. He's been absolutely a gas can his past games. He's just getting lit up from left, right, and center. Um, You look at his game log here. Just his past. Look, check this out. Six earned runs, seven earned runs, six earned runs, eight earned runs, five earned runs. That's his last five games. (laughs) Fantasy points, zero Seven minus seven minus three. Like, he's been really, really bad. And the the Blue Jays being favored here, 
in terms of uh, betting, I'm definitely going to be putting some bets on Baltimore. I think they have a really good chance of taking this game, especially because Bundy is a hell of a lot better pitcher than Sanchez. So that's a little bit of food for thought. We're getting plus 116 on the on the Bundy win and uh, on on the over of 10.5 minus 115. I think that's definitely viable with Sanchez being on the mound. Looking on to the fourth game, Boston versus Detroit. We have a total of 11 here. Another really high total. I'm not in completely in agreement with, but that's what it is. The Red Sox are a minus 250 favorite. We have Mr. Eduardo Rodriguez and Gregory Soto. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, Rodriguez. He, he seems to be the golden boy in DFS. Um, everybody just loves to roster this guy. Um, he's always priced in that in that price range where he's rosterable. Uh, 8700 on DraftKings and on FanDuel he is. Sorry, guys, let me see this. He's 8100 So, yeah, he's definitely cheap enough to... To, to roster and he, and he has a lot of upside I get that it's Detroit and these guys have a high strikeout rate but I don't know what it is with Boston pitchers this year maybe it's just me but they just they're they're either really good or they're really really bad and in terms of consistency it's just not gonna work for me um, I'm probably not gonna do it I'm looking at their lineup in Detroit. There's definitely guys that uh, are pretty good at right-handed hitting. Gordon Gordon Beckham, Castellanos, Cabrera, all these dudes um, can definitely get to him. Uh, looking at Castellanos' BVP, he has one hit in 13 at-bats, but me, I'm not a really believer in BVP. I can't tell you how many times. I've seen the guy with the best BVP with a 500 average over 26 at-bats go 0 for 5. And then the guy that has a .77 average with 20 at-bats go 3 for 3 with two home runs. Um, example, Odor. So that's just some food for thought for me. I still like Castellanos here. Um, definitely in a good spot to bang one out. Looking at the other side, Boston's heavily, heavily favored. Um, and I'm just looking here to quick note, guys. Uh, I didn't mention that this game does have a significant chance for a delay in rain. So just keep that in mind. I'm, I'm going to do a little bit better job of mentioning that in each game. And the same thing for Milwaukee and Pittsburgh. There's definitely potential for delay there as well. But back to this. Yeah, Boston is facing Gregory Soto. Um, the dude has an 8.44 ERA. Uh, he's not good at all. They only lasted three and a half innings. The last game gave up three runs on four hits, and that was it. So definitely a really good spot for the Red Sox here. Going to be one of my top stacks for sure, or at least my top targeted stacks. I have them at a... At, a, at an implied force team total of 6.6. Yes, you heard that right, 6.6. They are right there with the Houston Astros, which we'll get to um, in terms of team total. 
So I absolutely love the Red Sox today. Looking on to Philly versus the Mets. Another game where I think the only guy I'm going to be interested in is DeGrom. Um, Obviously, he's in a phenomenal spot here. He's the top overall projected pitcher of the day. He should be able to roll this team. Quote, unquote, should. But the Phillies are hitting the ball, and Bryce Harper is actually hitting balls for once. Um, But me, I'm a firm believer. He only is good versus crappy pitchers. Um, DeGrom is not a crappy pitcher. So this is why I think this is a good spot for him. I think there's a lot of string and strike rates for him. And I just think his ownership may not be as high as it should be because it's the Phillies. Um, Look, this Phillies team, yes, they have people that can hit him. Um, Obviously, you you have Hoskins in there. And you have guys more closer to the bottom of the order like Sean Rodriguez and Andrew Knapp who can be pesky. But really, it doesn't make me afraid. These guys have an incredible strike rate. Harper, Harper surprisingly, has done decent versus DeGrom, but he still has 9Ks uh, versus DeGrom. So again, it's not going to get me off of him. But looking at the other side versus Vince Velasquez, I think Velasquez is going to get torched here um look the Mets they're healthy now Conforto's there Cano's there Rosario um McNeil and and Alonzo like all these dudes can mash and Velasquez he's he's a contact pitcher um I don't think this is going to go well for him I really really like the Mets here as a low owned stack but again same deal. There's uh, definitely a chance for a delay here again. Man, there's so much rain, guys. You, we got to definitely, definitely, I'm, I'm going to do my best to keep the site updated with rain for sure. Um, but yes, the, looking on to the sixth game of the day, the Yankees versus Tampa Bay. Some pretty important games here uh, for divisional purposes. Definitely the Rays want to get the win here. We have uh, Tanaka. Versus, I think, I think it's Brendan, Brendan McKay is opening, I believe. Um, Let's see here. No, he's not opening. He's actually the pitcher. That's interesting. Okay, well, either way, Tanaka's actually been pretty decent versus the Rays. Uh, He's 10-4, and actually, uh, with a 3.06 ERA. So he is very familiar with this Tampa team. Another guy who I think is going to go very low owned is Mr. Tanaka. He's 8,000. I think people may pivot to Rodriguez because they're very similarly priced. Um, He's 9,500 on DraftKings. He's actually a little bit too expensive for my liking, but it shows the value on FanDuel. So with that being said, I have no interest in Tampa. But I do have interest in the Yankees here. Um, this McKay guy, he, I, th- I think he came from AAA or something. Uh, AAA Durham, I believe. Um, and yeah, he's he's the hype of the town. He um, he retired 
the first scene, the first 16 batters versus Texas and, and blah, blah, blah. The list goes on. Um, but look, at the end of the day, he's a rookie and he's too expensive. He's 8,000 on DraftKings. He is 7,100 on Fando, a little bit more viable. But there's no way I'm going to roster this guy versus the best hitting team in all of baseball. I think reality is going to set in here. And I, I'm just completely off of the of, of uh, off McKay. So hopefully he garners ownership because of what he did and how cheap he is on FanDuel. But I don't think he will. Looking at the next game, Miami versus Atlanta. 10 total here. Atlanta is a 195 favorite. I think they're going to garner a ton of ownership again based on what they did yesterday. A lot of people who play DFS for some reason love recency bias or, or are recency bias, and it's not how I play. But for that reason, I think they're going to garner a ton of ownership here. We have Yam- Yamamoto versus Teheran. And look, I don't like Teheran at all. Um but the problem is, is he's he's in a pretty good spot, right? He's only and he's only seventy five hundred on Fanduel. Like he's he's really really cheap. He's sixty six hundred on DraftKings. Come on, guys, why is this? Why is he so cheap? He's he's gonna garner a ton of ownership there, obviously. So with that being said. Miami might be interesting because obviously Teheran can have really bad games. Uh, he has been he has faced this Marlins team a ton. Uh, his his ERA is actually almost four versus the Marlins in twenty two career starts. So it's not like he's been pitching gems versus these guys. So you can definitely, if you want to be contrarian in GPPs, there's nothing wrong with it. It's nice to sometimes get. You know, the Marlins at 0.5% uh, when they're not at home, right? And they're definitely in a pitcher's park today. So, you know, I'm not against it. I'm not against it. But will I roster to here on 6,600? Oh, man. Well, that's going to be him or Pomeranz. So, yeah, we'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out when we do lineups and I post those. Looking at the other side... Yamamoto, man, he started so nice. He was nice, man. Uh, and then and then he just, like, he hit a wall. He gave up four runs in four innings versus the Phillies, and maybe it's because it was the Phillies. And uh, I'm not sure if he was pitching at home or not, but he's definitely not pitching at home today in a hitter's park. Uh, I don't think this is going to be a very good day for him. I think Atlanta is a better hitting team than Philadelphia, and I could easily see a repeat of what just happened and him being pulled in the fourth or in the third. So I love Atlanta. I love the whole lineup. I love the one, two, eight, nine stack. I think that's a really good way to be different in in your cash games or GPPs with low ownership. And by cash games, I, I mean multipliers. If you're pay, if you're playing. Uh, Quintuples or, or, or triple ups or whatever it may be. Looking at the next game, my favorite game of the day, we have the Angels versus Houston. Um, 
very, very sad to hear Mr. Skaggs uh, pass away. Uh, I know the Angels here definitely, I don't know if it's an advantage or not. I think it's the way they've been playing. I think it's a disadvantage. I think they really just want to go home, and it's understandable. Um, it's definitely a lot of a big burden to to have on your shoulders uh, going through something like that as a team with a guy that was very liked. But looking at the DFS side of this, I'm not interested in the Angels. Look, Mr. Justin Verlander has done one thing very good his entire career. Actually, I shouldn't say one thing. Um, he's done multiple good things in his career. But he loves facing the Angels. I don't know how much Verlander is too much Verlander today. Uh, I think having him at a full exposure isn't wrong, especially if DeGrom is going to garner more ownership. And especially on FanDuel where he's only $300 more than DeGrom, I think I'm definitely going to be going to Verlander. On DraftKings, there's a $700 difference. With DeGrom, I get it. But I don't know. I'm probably still going to try and put Verlander in there just because... It's this Angels team, other than Trout and maybe Otani, is horrible. This has got to be the worst hitting team in baseball when you take Trout and Otani out of the lineup. They're like they, their K rate is absolutely ridiculous, and Verlander should be able to absolutely roll through this team. So I'm gonna have a ton of Verlander exposure here. Looking at the bats versus. No Ramirez for the Astros. Man, the Astros have been another team like the Brewers where they go cold and they get really hot. They're just leaving Coors here. The last game in Coors was uh, was an absolute dumpster fire of a disappointment. I think a lot of people had sour taste in their mouth. Surprisingly, that day was cashed because Sonny Gray was an absolute beast. But looking at today... Versus this guy, they should be able to put up runs, right? Like, uh, they should be able to, and 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 they're one of my highest projected teams along with Boston. So, you know, you want to play the Altuve's, the Bregmans, and the Brantleys. They're expensive, so you're gonna have to really probably go the bottom of the order. I know myself, I'm definitely gonna be doing probably six through nine or something like that because I really really want to play Verlander. But that's kind of my my quick take on this game. Play Verlander, play Verlander, play Verlander. He absolutely loves facing the Angels. So just play Verlander. And sorry, I'm just looking here. Ramirez is the opener. It's actually Felix Pena who will be pitching, I believe. Yes. So there you go. And he's he's been yeah, he's been he's been horrible. Um He's been decent versus the Astros in his career, but no, not interested. Love the Astros. Love the Astros. Let's go on to Texas versus Minnesota. And this is another game with a fairly high total, a 10 total. Minnesota's favored by 180. We have Martin Perez versus Adrian Simpson. I'm a little shocked at the line here. Martin Perez isn't good, and Texas isn't that bad. 
Um, I kind of like betting against the Twins here, just because I have zero faith in in Perez, and you're getting a plus one fifty one for the win on the Rangers. So I absolutely love the value on that. If we're gonna take a shot. Looking at simulations, I actually have it pretty close. I have the Twins at five point, uh, the five point six, and Texas at five point four. So even that alone is close enough for me to want to at least take a shot on the win. Looking at the bats, as I said, I'm not interested in Perez. I don't think he's good, uh, and I don't think it's going to be a good day for him. I think guys um, like Estrubel Cabrera. Um, the Shields and, and, and you know, Forsyth if he's in the line are, are, are super cheap guys that can really get to him and get a lot of hits and hopefully get a couple bombs here. Looking at the Twins, Adrian Sampson, he's he's kind of like Perez, really. He's, he's not like, you know, uh, he's in the gray area. He's not good. He's, he's not bad. So... Yeah, the Twins are obviously in play. They can definitely put runs up in bunches. Uh, are they a priority for me today? No, I like Boston and Houston uh, first and second. But I do have the Twins as the third overall scoring team. So, or sorry, the fourth overall scoring team. That may change during the day. Um, looking at the weather here for this game... It's looking like it's definitely going to start, but it's going to be a late start. And I forgot to mention on the Atlanta game, same thing as this game. It's going to probably play, but it's going to be a late start. So, anyways, that's that's that. Four more, four more, guys. Four more games. Colorado at Arizona. And this game has a... Why can't I find it? Eight and a half total, and the Diamondbacks are favored by 190. Looking at the pitching here, it's Zach Greinke versus Sensatella. Sensatella is horrible. I don't like him. Greinke is good. I like him. I, I, I do think he is in a good spot here. He's very fairly priced across the industry. He is 2400 on FanDuel, and he is 9700 on DraftKings, there's definitely a strikeout upside here for him uh, versus the Rockies team. Obviously, they're they're leaving Coors Field. It's nice to target teams that leave Coors Field. Um, on top of that, uh, Greinke's just a good pitcher, right? And they're facing a guy like Sensatella, where I do think he's going to get run support. How much I'm going to have of the D-backs here in terms of DFS purposes? Probably not too much. I'm really only interested in Granky here. So that's really it for this game. Looking at San Diego versus the Dodgers. Um, Mr. Clayton Kershaw. He's 10200 on FanDuel. He's significantly cheaper than, than... Well, I shouldn't say significantly, but he's definitely cheaper than Verlander by 800 um, I don't think he has the same type of upside, though. On DraftKings, he's 10,700. Looking at the total, 
Um, I have the San Diego Padres still at a four and a half team total. I'm not sure why, but the model seems to not be all all aboard uh, Mr. Kershaw here. He's still projected as a as a the top three overall uh, projecting pitcher behind DeGrom and Verlander. So definitely rosterable. Definitely still a good spot. The Padres have been really stinking it up lately. It's been really frustrating because I had a lot of Padres past couple days here. Um, obviously because of the way the slates were built, but um, still just not. Uh, they've been pooping, pooping, pooping the bag, you could say. Um, looking at Lauer, Lauer has been good versus the Dodgers. Um, he loves facing these Dodgers. He 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 has them down to a two oh four batting average in three games versus the Dodgers. He's never lost versus them. How significant is that in terms of DFS? Well, let's let's see. He's sixty one hundred on DraftKings. Um, that's incredibly cheap. And the total is is only eight and a half according to Vegas, so it's definitely not it's definitely not a a shot in the dark. There's definitely some value here to rostering Lauer. He's seventy four hundred on Fanduel. If you're gonna go heavy on bats, he's definitely a guy that's uh, right there in terms of almost a punt pitcher with upside. So. <laughs> Because I don't mind both pitchers, I really hate the bats here, um, especially especially uh, the Dodgers. They've been they've been really cold now. They, they're really starting to just keep or get their foot off the gas. A lot like Milwaukee, um, a lot like Houston. Almost they're 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 so far into I guess the All Star break now that they, they're just you know you have to be wary with with how this is handled, especially the managers. They um, they will take out their best players, you know, and get pinch hit for earlier just because they know All-Star is coming up and they can use the extra break or make sure they're not injured and whatnot. Looking at Oakland versus Seattle, I have Oakland as well as the fourth overall scoring team on the slate. Um, they're in a really good spot here in a 10 implied game total versus Kakushi. Kakushi and uh, Brett Anderson for the Oakland Athletics. Sorry, I burped there. Look, Kakushi, he's such a wild card, man. Like, he either is going to K this entire Oakland side out and he's going to pitch a gem or he's going to get absolutely pummeled here. Um, which way it's going to go, I don't know. I definitely, definitely want to take some shots, though. I think Oakland has a really good lineup to really get to this guy and put up some big games. Looking at the Mariners, well, they're in fire sale mode. Uh, we don't know who's going to be leaving next or who they're going to trade. I really hope, uh, even though it's probably not going to happen, they probably want to keep him, but I'd like to see Vogel back go to somewhere good but uh, they're probably going to hold on to him looking at Anderson he's not he's not uh I guess you could say a good pitcher but he's had really good success versus the Mariners um, in 21 appearances he's got a 3.6 ERA which is actually pretty damn good 
considering the amount of times he's faced them. So I'm not interested in the Mariners. I'm very interested in the Oakland Bats. We know that their lineup, one through nine, all has power. They're almost like a non-roided version of the Yankees where their nine, their eight, and their seven guys are just as good as their starting hitters. Um, definitely like uh, Loriano and, and, and uh, Fegley and those guys if they play. They got lots of power and at extremely low ownership, they can give you a couple bombs for sure. Oh, man, we made it. One more game. Boring game. This is a snoozer. St. Louis at San Francisco. I just do not care for this game except for Drew Pomeranz. That's it. Drew Pomeranz, and that's it. There's, there's. I don't care about Dakota Hudson. He's been pitching way above his potential. There is some serious regression coming for this kid. This kid throws meatballs. I don't care what people say or how good he's been. He's going to regress to a point where he's going to be just like Zach Davies. He's just going to suck. So whatever. I'm not playing Dakota Hudson. I definitely like Pomeranz. Pomeranz is extremely fairly priced on both sites. He is 7300 on FanDuel and on DraftKings. I believe he is 6000 Um, Let me see here. Yeah, 6300 Yeah, I think so. But anyways, yeah, he's uh he's he he's in a really good spot here to have a really good game versus this Cardinals team who we know just isn't isn't good. And he's 6800 by the way. Sorry, I completely screwed that up. Um I I do think you're going to have to ro- you're going to have to choose between Teheran, Pomeranz, or Lauer. I think those are those are the guys that you're going to have to choose between. Or you could even go to Heron with Lauer or Pomeranz with Lauer if you want to go super, super heavy on bats. I have no issues with that. I think that's a great way to approach GPP. Um, but really, if we're going to talk about a guy, about any batter, Evan Longoria, wow. He has been fuego. He's just been fire. Any ball that comes at him is going out of the park. It doesn't matter what stadium he's in. So if you're going to roster any one-off, definitely, definitely, definitely like Evan Longoria today. Uh, he's just he's just mashing, guys. He's just mashing, mashing, mashing. And uh, I don't think he's going to have any ownership again. Um, just overall, I just don't think people are going to roster the guy. So, yeah, there's, there's, there's the one-off. Um, of the day Um, that's it though thanks so much for joining me as I said before love Boston love Houston I like Oakland and Minnesota's in the mix too and if I had to pick a team that is going to break the slate at extremely low 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 ownership I gotta go with the Baltimore Oreos Sanchez is horrific he is the worst pitcher in all of baseball right now and that is extremely hard to do when there's so many bad pitchers but he's been able to achieve that um love the orioles today as a complete contrarian stack um i love the vegas line i I, I love the dfs side of it i love everything about rostering them against sanchez if he kills me 
and I lose to Sanchez, then whatever. It is what it is. Um, but definitely, definitely great shots for GPP to go on the Orioles. So that is it, guys. I love that I did this pod for you. Um, and, hey, I kept it under 40 minutes. I am very happy with that. So thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you guys later. May the sports be with you. See ya.